Welcome to Insight 2020, and I am your host, Charles Lee. It has been a long time since I've did a podcast for a number of reasons. Um, really, I've just been getting myself together. I've started a new job. I've moved to a new city. I've put a lot of energy in my book. And while my book has been delayed, I'm very, very, very proud of where the book is going. We'll talk about that coming soon. The title of my book is called Winning Season. So I'm very excited to talk about it. It is um, an autobiography, if you will, with um, lessons that I've learned. And hopefully you understand some of those lessons that you're able to apply to your life so you can enter and embrace your winning season. Um. I've been thinking for the last two weeks, what is it that I want to talk about? And one of the things I would like to bring to your attention is having the mindset, the mentality, if you will, to embrace your winning season. I am not going to edit any of this. I'm going to just really speak from my heart and I plan to be short, but I hope it is impactful. Now, the reason I want to talk about this, because I have been going through something that I have not publicly talked about at all. Um, And it is where I've had to force and learn to put myself in a mindset that keeps me winning. Um, What has been under, under attack for about mm, 10 months or so, probably a little more than that, is my security. Now, on the outside, as a leader in my corporate life, my professional life, as a leader in the church, as a therapist, Um, As a preacher, minister, as the brother, the uncle, I exert a lot of confidence. And that actually comes naturally to me. But over time, when you've endured so much your confidence can begin to take a beating in such a way that your your insecurity will begin to rise. And so I've never experienced it in this level of magnitude. And for the last about six or seven weeks, I have worked really hard to overcome this and took a lot of counseling, a lot of um, prayer, and even things that I'm choosing to allow to come into my circle, if you will. Um, I know exactly where it comes from. I'm going to share it with you and I'm going to show you some of the techniques I've used to overcome it. Now, let's put this in perspective. When you are approaching your winning season, the enemy the enemy will tackle you in such a way 
the enemy will tackle you in such a way that he will find the soft spot and he will keep trying until he do, do so. But what we cannot forget, this is the first step into just really owning your success and overcoming things so you can continue to focus on approaching your winning season. You have to know that when those things begin to happen, you are onto something. I'll say it again. When you begin to see the enemy constantly try to attack you and search for that soft spot that will get you, that is the first idea, the first inkling that you are onto something. That means you are following your purpose. God has his hand on your life. You are approaching something that is fantastic, that is going to throw ripples through this universe. And you are about to win big. So for me, there are some certain things that are very, very close to me. My family is is one. Um, my close friends are another. They're like family to me. My finances, my health, um, and even my mindset. Like I am such a sensitive person that I can't watch people fight. You know how people watch videos on YouTube and they actually are like fighting each other and beating each other down or maybe one person's getting beat up. I know people who actually thrive off of those things. I'm not judging. I simply don't understand it. I was never the one in school that would see a fight and run to the fight to see who's fighting. I would be the one fighting against the crowd to go the other way. Always have been that way. Um, I use that as an example because I'm usually very careful at watching um, what is in that's coming past my ears and my eyes. Um, it's hard for me to watch things. And I have watched this show with friends a number of times, but I can't watch the Housewives of, of Atlanta for a number of reasons. But the main reason is I don't like to see our black women tear each other down at the enjoyment of others. I don't understand that. But the reason I say that is I got sloppy in that and I allowed myself to begin to watch things or entertain things that really weren't good for me. I had to make a stand there. I don't like to see my family hurt. You know, um, my father has health issues and I'm praying for him constantly. But when he's not doing well, that is such a weight on my family and myself. Right. Or if my sisters aren't doing well on something or something has impacted them. Um, I pray for them. I have strength. I have faith in God, but I don't like to even see them hurt even for a moment. Um, my mother passed away nine years ago, and this is the season that we have things that remind, uh, um, remind us of her often. And sometimes my feelings are hurt and sad, and I've been in between jobs, and I've had to get my finances back up. I've sometimes been treated unfairly. I've been lied on. Nothing really um, outside of... Um, what I would just simply call life. But over time, and if it goes on long enough, it will begin to tear you down. And I failed to remember this first step. Boy, you must be on to something big. And had I got to that point sooner, I would have been better able because these are sometimes things you know, but you, you fail to execute. I would have been better able to take those negative experiences that was constantly coming at me and make 
it better and use it as fuel to overcome. Number two, there are certain people in your life that you love and that you want close to you, but may not in all areas be very good for you. And what I've learned to do is put those people in a category where they cannot do harm and I can love. And if they must be close for whatever reason and what forever or for whatever season, they have to be close to you. You have to put yourself in a parameter that they cannot begin to affect you. I'm a very affectionate person. Um, I'm a sensitive person and things that affirm me uh, that validates me that keeps me in a good place in my relationships is that constant uh, reciprocation of TLC engagement meaningful conversation I'm a big communicator even if it hurts even if it's difficult I would rather communicate those things so you can adjust and so when those things aren't happening and this is very close to your living environment or um, your personal space or even um, just closeness of the relationship, sometimes that can take a toll on you when communications has changed or um, you don't feel like you may be loved in a way that you thought you were or you begin to see things that are um, could be damaging to the relationship. You have to begin to own and address those things even though people may try to make you feel like you're crazy. Um, hold truth to what you know, ask questions, give the benefit of the doubt, but more importantly, be open and willing to listen. Because in that, you'll see your own flaws that you have to work on, and some, in certain things, it will show you who you're dealing with. I'll say that again. When you are open, when you are willing to be... Um, to listen and, and willing to communicate and even be vulnerable, you will sometimes see your faults, but it will certainly show you who you're dealing with. This is why, friends, I've said it a number of times, know what you know. And don't be so easily swayed when you got the receipts. Your feelings do not have to be justified. I'll say that again. Your feelings do not have to be justified. You don't have to know why you feel the way that you do. What you do have to do is embrace your feelings and communicate and act in a way that do not allow you to compromise who you are. Last thing. Over the period of like six months, I have begun to revert back to some of the things that I thought I overcame. I have a temper. And my mouth and these hands can become very active. It cost me a relationship five years ago. It has cost me friendships. It has had people intimidated by me or afraid of me. Um, and it has caused poor perceptions in certain cases. One of the things I had to do to overcome that for real, and I'm still in this process, so I want you to understand that. Folks who have any form of an addiction or anger issues or any compulsiveness, 
it is a lifelong journey. And if you don't put people around you that will A, hold you accountable, but B, understand that, you will put people around you that will not trigger you and respect where you are in your journey. That's critical. But for someone who, um, when, when I get tired, and it could be um, tired of just um, things that I feel like I shouldn't have to deal with, when I feel like I am constantly under attack, when I feel like my peace is in jeopardy, when my peace is in line and I am, in, I am centered in my joy, I am the most pleasant person. I am the most patient person. I communicate better. My outlook is good. My mindset is stable. My emotions are under control. But when that wears thin and when it wears it down, this mouth will get flip. I will become aggressive. I will become um, short-tempered, uh, and that's not who I want to be. Here's the steps to overcome that. A, own it. I see so many people, now, and when I counsel people, I share these things very openly. Sometimes I share my very personal experience. Sometimes I take it back to scripture as a Christian counselor. It is so important that you own it because 70% of change is awareness. 30% is action. I see so many people who spend their time and energy fooling and trying to fool themselves that they are not who they are. You can't get better if you keep trying to pretend to yourself. And what's funny is people around you that love you and, and it's close can see it clear as day. Number one. Number two, after you own it, then you have to be committed to do something about it. And I am thankful that I have people in my life that hold me accountable. And as good, patient accountability partners, they know how to communicate with me in a way where I can trust their feedback, that they don't have ulterior motives. What am I saying? You got to put people around you. You have to, you have to put people around you that actually understand who you are and know where you are so they can love you where you are. But that does not mean they become a beating post because you have issues. Last thing, accept your moments of growth and you have to commit the rest to prayer. Because when you can have compulsive behavior to step out of character, what comes with that is guilt. You have to respect where you are, the enemy, the enemy's trick is to rob you of your hope and to replace that with guilt. Because if he could replace that, that if he could take your hope away and give you guilt, it can stall you. And if you're stalled and you're not moving, you are missing out, working your way to your winning season and staying there. Or it can yank you out of your winning season because you will begin to lose things that favor brought into your life. Last thing I want to leave you. Those are my three points. I want to leave you with this. Do better. Be better. And you will attract better. Do better. Be better. And you will attract better. I write about this in my book and I want you to hear me well. 
if it is not building you up, it is tearing you down. There's no in between here. And I want you to reflect. Here's some homework. I want you to reflect upon situations that you do not think is necessarily building you up. Then think of the excuses that you make and things that you allow because you don't want to own up to that person, that situation, that thing is tearing you down. There's no in between here, friends. If it is not building you up, it is tearing you down. And lastly, begin to do something about it. So what am I done to increase my security, to keep my confidence where I know it should be, to be able to carry out the things that God has purposed for my life is I am removing negativity. I am checking myself. I'm acknowledging that I have issues, but I am doing something about it. And in that, I'm able to do a podcast like this and share what God has done for me. And I know he'll do it for you. Continue to win. Continue to win. There's absolutely nothing that you can't do to overcome anything. Have a good one.